Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. (laughs) Welcome to You Know Everything, because you do. I like saying that. I like saying you know everything. My intros are devolving. I'm getting, we're starting season three soon. I've got a whole new intro. It's fucking fire. Thank you, Mickey Four. And I think I'm just going to record an intro, something super quick and brief to pop over the top of it, because like trying to, 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 to do the introductions and be all like, fun and cool. And what I'm kind of batch processing just feels like I'm repeating myself over and over again. And that's not fun. And this whole episode is about freedom. And basically freedom is the ability to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. It's choice, or at least that's my own experience for it. And the reason I am such a hardcore advocate for business is I believe Business is your opportunity to create your freedom. And this was uh, was something that was kind of introduced to me, I don't know, I want to say like at least a year ago, but I was talking with a lot of new people. I was doing a lot of strategy sessions at the time. They were still offered. And nine times out of 10, when I talked to people about what, what was the biggest shift they needed in their lives and in their business, they just wanted to take things seriously. So that might mean really doubling down on some of their finances, some of their outputs, some of their investments, really getting clear on what it is they're building, what the next phase of business look like, might've just been that they actually start the business, that they follow through on all the things they've been talking about for years, if not decades, that they finally quit the job and make the change. And it was interesting because I heard it enough times that I realized that's all business really is, is taking things seriously. And sometimes I struggle because so many of the words I use are like synonymous with capitalism, right? Like I was having this conversation with an artist yesterday, and this is a, 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 an artist who works across many mediums, writing, performance, theater, ceramics, painting, even like home renovations, right? And I I started talking about her work as a product and I could feel her bristle on the other side of that. And I said, look, I've been doing this now for 25 plus years. I purposefully use words because I believe that what we're talking about is an exchange here. You want to get paid. You want to be appreciated for your value. And you want that to feel fair. You want your buyer the person investing in you, your customer, your client, to be giving you an exchange of value that honors the experience, the expertise, and the work, the effort that you are investing, right? And that number might feel really different. We've used money to measure value. And ultimately, the recognizing that, that, I mean, I think initially a dollar, a US dollar was actually designed to, on average, remunerate an hour's worth of effort. And obviously, that's like almost an impossible equation to try and work out. But, you know, some old white man did it. You're welcome. I work with a lot of people who consider themselves to be pretty 
shall we say, contrarian, anti-establishment. I didn't even wear this on purpose for that. So when we talk about becoming the establishment, the structure, the system, the business, the, the determinant of value, it can feel like a little weird. Now, I am well past that, but the whole purpose of, of this content on this platform is to create an experience that feels like most can find what it is that they're looking for. Like you found this episode for a reason. You're continuing to listen to me for a reason. And, and hopefully that this exchange of my time and my expertise and your time and your willingness to participate feels fair and valued. And that's your choice, right? When I first started doing this, I had a, I, it, it didn't make a lot of sense to me that people would want to listen. And I would remind them, like, you always have a choice here. Hit stop. <laughs> like, you're not into this. You do not have to be here. I recognize now, like, you are here for a reason. I don't need to question that or doubt that or certainly give you permission over and over and over again to leave. And that, when I think about freedom and why I'm doing what I'm doing, it's permission to do whatever the fuck I want, right? And that's exciting. I have probably had more agency than most due to a lot of different circumstances in my life, but I discovered my independence and autonomy a long, long time ago. I also realized that as I learned to leverage that to its fullest capacity, it made a lot of people in my world pretty uncomfortable and or inconvenienced. And the challenge for them was that was not my problem. <laughs> and by doing what I want to do, the way I wanted to do it, I certainly enjoyed myself a hell of a lot more. People were able to get a lot of value out of that. That's how I carved out a career in the music and then the arts and then nonprofits and then in small business, now in bigger business. And also it made a handful of people pretty unhappy. It continues to make a handful of people uh, inconvenienced because as I course correct and continue to strategize towards my success, that doesn't continue to include everybody. And that also might feel like I am exercising my own freedom or agency or power or privilege at the expense of someone else's, which I am very aware of and also totally open to exploring at any given moment. I encourage people to start to advocate for themselves, to understand, oh, wow, this doesn't feel good any longer. And we can talk about that. This is a safe place for that. If you're not ready to talk about it, you can also wait. I've got a handful of conflicts right now that I am recognizing this has not worked but I don't know yet how to express it in a manner that feels like I am both advocating for myself and honoring the needs of the other. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on it. I'm trusting that I'm going to find that opportunity and it's going to show up exactly when I need it. This is getting a little amorphous. Let me like reel it back in. So I love business. I created this podcast and essentially I do my work to allow other people to tap into their freedom. And I think by discovering our own livelihoods, by taking ourselves seriously, by advocating and empowering for ourselves and doing something that adds value, however we want to measure that. We can measure it in, in financial metrics. We can measure it in terms of freedom, joy, peace, success. Like again, and, and those definitions get to evolve. I use values and I go on and on and on about this. There's a ton of different podcasts I've created. I'll link to a couple of those, probably some of the earlier episodes where I talk about how can you establish what is most important to you. I love recommending Ray Dalio's book, Principles. I think his perspective on how do you discover your own principles and then operate within them is really powerful. 
where I kind of differentiate my perception of values is I do believe that our values change. And I think things can happen in our lives. We can grow as humans. We can change our minds. That is actually part of our freedom, right? And so our values can and should evolve. Ray kind of sits on the side of the fence that like principles are these guiding lights, these these light posts, these um, lighthouses uh, that that do not ever move. And once you once you live a principle oriented life, you will be able to discover your own success. And I don't argue with that. I just, I personally would struggle to find something that I feel like has never changed. Now, I guess even as I say that, when I think about my values, that's not true. My values definitely evolved. Okay. Anywho. (laughs) Interesting. My next point was that like many of us struggle with decision-making, right? Because we think it's forever and always. And we're worried about how that decision might impact others. And that is incredibly compassionate and empathic and woke AF and congratulations on that. But if you find yourself struggling to make decisions, if you find yourself umming and awing this or that, then or now, maybe I should wait, invest or save, maybe, maybe not. The challenge, and there's definitely a podcast episode on impactful decision-making, becomes... Sometimes we can wait so long to make the decision, it loses its impact altogether. And I find that when it comes to taking things seriously, when it comes to starting the business, when it comes to choosing your freedom, it can feel like it's impossible which is essentially permission to not do the damn thing. And so we, we need to work out strategies that allow us to explore that freedom, freedom, to grow and invest in our freedom. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I think when you know what matters most to you, aka your values, you can start to use that as a filter. You can actually take the decision-making pressure out of your own hands. I'll often do this and say, okay, as an example, I really want to move right now. I know where I want to move and I know what I'm looking for. And I'm finding things that are like 80% there, 85% there. And all of me and 100% all of my, my mind and my ego is like, just fucking do it. I found another investment property today. It's, it's so close to the ROI that I'm looking for. It gives me an opportunity. I could live in one of the dwellings while I kind of work out what happens next, get some cash flow happening. It's close to the center. Of, see, can you feel that I'm conceding? that I am settling, that it's not ticking all of my boxes. It's three out of four. Fun, adventure, freedom, excellence. Freedom, I get to move. Fun, that makes me happy. Adventure, I don't know what's going to happen. Excellence, it's not meeting the criterion I set to make the decision for me. This should be an easy no. But there's so much attachment, right? There's so much ego. I feel like I'm stalling. I'm making excuses, so on and so forth. This is always going to be able to justify a million different scenarios for you. But I left my decision-making to my values and my criterion. It doesn't meet them. I'm staying until I get the green light to go. And as much as like I want to tantrum and rally against that, that is an energy leak. That is a distraction. And I can recognize all of this... (laughs) I can have a lot of big feelings around it and then I can get back to business, get back to work, get back to creating, get back to serving my people, get back to building. And lo and behold, unique opportunities start popping up because I have the space, I have the freedom that I have created, I have carved out with my fucking fingernails to go, oh, that's interesting. Does that meet all of my values? Oh, fuck, it kind of does. 
Does that mean I need to explore this opportunity, even though it feels totally left of field and not something I had planned on? It wasn't part of my little budget or my, my success plan. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So freedom is super important to me because it gives me choice. And I've worked very hard to make sure that it is part of everything that I do. My work, my commitment, my community, my, my everything, right? And I wanted to kind of read a definition of freedom that I pulled from Yield Internet. It's, it's really not very inspiring, and which is so interesting because I wanted to make this episode. I, I'm finding a lot of new people coming to my experiences. I'm, I'm taking this to video and putting it on different platforms and cutting it up into shorts. And so I, I'm feeling this tug to kind of reintroduce myself and talk about what's most important to me. Because when you li- live a value-oriented life, you're going to attract people into your experience that agree with us. This one is for you and you know who you are. I was talking with a client earlier today about scaling their business and how it can become effortless. We don't need to worry about organizational culture and the filtering process through hiring and how to teach people to work within our belief system. Because when we lead through values, we inherently attract the people who agree with us. Like, you're not going to want to work with me if freedom isn't important to you because you are going to have a lot of freedom in your job. And I have I learned over the last few years, not everybody wants that. Some people really like knowing exactly what's going to happen. It's the same thing every single day. They're being told what to do every minute of their experience. Like, I, it, it sounds loaded when I explain it because it's the opposite of the way that I would want to work but I had people in my experience that that's what they were looking for. And what I realized is there's certain job roles and responsibilities where a little bit of freedom is helpful, a lot of freedom, maybe not the personality type that's going to be attracted to that. So I can contract out for those roles. I can can look for someone who is able to live by their own values and deliver a certain service or responsibility that I need, but not have to adhere to my own because we can like parallel play, right? So freedom by definition of ye old internet is the condition of not being in prison or captivity. Okay. I have a more aspirational concept of freedom and it's definitely not being trapped. I mean, I don't ever want to feel like I don't have any choices, but the second definition expands in the direction that I'm certainly going in. The condition of being free of restraints, especially the ability to act without control or interference by another or by circumstance. Again, like not the vibiest way of explaining it, but that's that's definitely where I'm going with it. And then the third, the condition of not being controlled by another nation or political power. All of us might be struggling with that, but that's a that's a different episode, right? So Freedom is important to me because I believe that that's where creativity is discovered and fostered. I believe that when we are empowered to explore our own agency and to make the decisions and the choices that feel most in alignment with us, we're we're inevitably going to get closer to success. And that's what I was talking about with my client this morning, that if you're not always going to know what you want to do. And one of the things that I uh, work with is certainty in the uncertainty and welcome to leadership, welcome to creativity, welcome to entrepreneurship and finally taking things seriously and investing in yourself and your future. You don't know exactly what that's going to look like. But 
if you continually orient your values, if you use your values as a compass, it doesn't matter what you do or what you choose. You are always getting closer to that desired destination, to your definition of success. Now, there is a certain ownership that comes with freedom. Like if there's a fuck up, it is my own. <laughs> and I think that's an important, I, this is my own personal bias, but I think that is a, that is an assumption within leadership and with entrepreneurship. If you're the boss, the buck stops here. And that can feel really intimidating or scary. And also this is where choice is amazing because when we choose something, we hypothesize, we test it. What we're left with is a result. And that result is, is, is our choice, our decision. We made this, we chose this, we did this. And if we don't like it, we can choose something different. I think that's, that's certainly what I have experienced as I go all in on freedom. It means that if in any given moment, I don't like what's going on, then I get to change my mind. So let's unpack some specific ways. I believe you can grow and invest in your future regardless of where you may find you're at right, yourself right now. And I'm not talking about someone who actually is feeling like their agency is being controlled, infringed upon, or potentially threatened by outsiders, someone outside of themselves. So with that, let me just recognize this is, this is for people who are very safe um, and are, are simply wanting to call it more freedom to their experience and, and get clear on what that means to you. How will you know that you are free? What do you think freedom feels like? Have you experienced freedom? it might be a lot simpler than you're making it. Because I know I certainly got caught up with the assumption that freedom had a certain cost and that I needed to have a certain amount of money to experience freedom. And what I will say, and I think a lot of people might agree with me on this, the more money, the more success I amassed, at times I, I, I experienced the least amount of freedom that I had, had ever experienced in my life. And in fact, the simpler things are the less resources that I had available. The paradox was the more freedom that I experienced. So now I've been able to understand like what, what freedom feels like for me. And I can cultivate that in every single moment. When I find myself getting caught up in my patterning of I have to keep working, I cannot take a break. If I don't, then I'm trapped. I will take a moment to experience freedom in like immediately. Everything is possible, my friend. When you understand how you believe that possibility will feel, I am fairly certain you can call in that emotional experience right now. And the more that you're cultivating that feeling in the now, as cheesy as it fucking sounds, test me on this. But when you can start playing with what is freedom, freedom might just look like me going and cuddling my dog for a minute, whenever the fuck I want that's choice, that's agency. And also there are many other emotional benefits to that. The more often I bring that in, the more often I get to experience it. So let's talk about freedom in your day-to-day -day right now. There are some very, very obvious, obvious opportunities here. The question is, is why aren't you exploring them? And my sense is there's probably some ego wrapped up into it. So freelance work, Freelance work is not entrepreneurship. We're going to get into that. Seth Godin talks a lot about this. In fact, I did a course of his a, a while ago, kind of differentiating freelance from entrepreneurship and from creativity because they can, they can be absolutely synonymous. But the reality is, is a freelancer 
is providing a specific service. An entrepreneur is building a business. A freelancer does not get paid unless they work. An entrepreneur can absolutely create a system and a structure that they can be getting paid without ever having to show up. So firstly, freelance work. There is more opportunity now to turn on, I like to think about it like turning on the money faucet than there has ever been before. Whether you're creating an OnlyFans page, I just heard about, this is shout out to Danielle Wildfire for this one, but she was telling me about a rather a relatively hefty construction worker, male, who has started an OnlyFans site. <laughs> because there are some people that are very interested in big, beautiful men sweating their asses off on a construction site. Now, if you had told me you could make 20,000 pounds a month showing off your sexy construction side, I would have laughed. And I am laughing. It's actually quite amusing. And I think Beefy Brad started it as a joke and it has become a very lucrative, albeit slightly salacious endeavor. There are some people that really enjoy Beefy Brad. There is writing. There is all sorts of pickup gigs. My partner has created a profile in the United States. There's a platform called Angie's List. He's incredibly handy. He likes to build. He likes to help people. He's, his, his love language is, is acts of service for sure. And sometimes he'll get bored and just go go help someone hang pictures, fix a gutter for somebody, put furniture together. Like it brings him joy and he can get paid. I personally believe, and I've tested this a thousand times and I would love to get your feedback on this. Please leave comments, likes, shares, criticism, whatever you're into, like test some of this stuff out. But there, there are more ways that you can pick up freelance work immediately than you can possibly imagine. You can rent your car out. You can rent your tools out. You can rent a room in your house out. You can rent your couch out. You can, like this concept of flipping as well, like you can buy a, a piece of furniture. You can, you can buy tools. You can fix them up and then you can sell them. You can do this with cars. You can do this with boats. You can do this with like any household item. Uh, there are people now that are sharing tools. Uh, like get on, in the United States, it's called Nextdoor. But there are these apps, there's these community platforms, there's these online newspapers where people are looking for help because they, they lack the ability to get something done and they will pay you in exchange for it. Simply saying yes to some of these opportunities is going to shift your entire experience. Firstly, you're teaching yourself, I have choice, I have freedom. I'll, I'll never forget someone that I was working with for a long time. They were a writer. They currently had a corporate gig. They wanted to start cultivating enough freelance work so that they could go work for themselves. We initially started working on some financial stuff, some, some payment plans. They were married. They were part of a dual income situation. They were planning for kids. All of the sudden, they were divorced. They were selling their house. They were in a ton of debt. And we explored the opportunity for Uber driving. Actually, let me correct myself. It was DoorDash. So delivering, delivering restaurant food to people's homes. And initially they were a little bit hesitant. They were a little bit resistant. That's actually, we started with Uber, but they were like, I don't, I don't want to be driving people around and talking with people. So we decided on DoorDash. And what they realized is they could listen to all of their podcasts. They actually really enjoyed driving. It showed them parts of their city that they had never seen before they could, they could literally turn, hit the money button and work for as long as they wanted and then hit the money button off and stop. 
And within weeks, they had paid down $30,000 worth of debt. And not just because of the DoorDash income. I'm not suggesting they made $30,000 doing DoorDash in the evenings after their corporate job. But what I am suggesting is when they started saying yes to new opportunities, all sorts of things started to flow their way. So they got a freelance writing gig. They got asked to participate in some more projects. They had a pretty unique skill set in terms of um, application writing in the cannabis industry, but suddenly people were seeking them out. And so the DoorDash turned into sometimes on the weekends, some weeknights, but what it allowed them to do was orient themselves to possibilities that they hadn't even explored and they showed up. So Depending on where you're at, why you're looking for freelance work, maybe you're just trying to take things seriously. Maybe you have a hobby. You're curious if you can monetize. Maybe you have a skill, something that you're really good at, but you don't get to do it very often. Maybe you just want to help people. Maybe you're looking for seniors in your neighborhood who are just looking for some assistance. There's so many different things you can do and say yes to and start to explore this opportunity for freedom. Entrepreneurship obviously another opportunity. This means truly starting your own business. So this might look different for everybody. This could be using existing models like an Amazon store or an Etsy shop or an eBay store. This could be actually finally starting the thing that you've been doing on the side. Maybe this is shifting from a job side hustle or contract work matrix to actually choosing just one thing to go all in on it. You get to make up your own rules. And in your business, this is another reason that I think business is one of the best ways to grow and invest in freedom. You get to be the king or queen of your castle and you get to do it your way. One of the things I talk so much about with my clients is it doesn't matter if it's the right way or the wrong way. It doesn't matter if you're, I was going to say hurt somebody's feelings. Obviously we don't want to be operating in a manner that causes harm to people, but you, when you realize like you get to make up the, your rules and you can do it your way, you can say it your way, you can talk about what you want and you can create a, a container for that. That's where you quite literally practice your freedom and people can like it. People cannot. Again, I'm not advocating causing harm. Please don't hurt anybody. <laughs> Um, with your words or with your actions. But assuming that's not you, because I don't think I attract a lot of those people into my experience, although the internet is a wild place. Entrepreneurship, uh, slightly different than freelance because of entrepreneurship, we're, we're building something bigger than ourselves. We're building something that can live and breathe and act and walk and talk without our influence. I think that's a big difference. That's a different discussion. So I'm just going to leave it there. But sometimes... It's not about creating something new. It's about shifting the way that we do things. I, I do get hired by a lot of people who are in corporate professional work and their sense is they want to work with me because they want more freedom. And, and the assumption is that freedom is starting that own business, is investing in that thing that they love so much, is taking the project to the forefront. That said, oftentimes we're not accessing the, the freedom we have in our current experience because we've led ourselves to believe that we're trapped, that we don't have choices, and that we can't change. That's all what I like to call level one, two energy. And essentially, it's permission to stay stuck. No judgment. What we're looking for is security. What we're looking for is control and power, but only you can ever offer that for yourself. So shifting some circumstances in your existing work could create a lot more freedom. And something we've all become pretty accustomed to recently is remote work. What I find fascinating about this particular example, uh, a couple of years ago, if you had said 
to business, 60% of your workforce will never leave the house. You might not ever shake the hand of one of your coworkers or employees. They would have laughed in your face. And believe me, my friend, they laughed in my face. I've been doing remote work since 2003. I moved overseas. I never, well, that's not true. It took me about Actually, that's not true either. I was going to say it took me five years to be able to afford my own office. We had a studio space. But even in like recording studios, there are albums that are being created and recorded and produced at a exceptional level now all around the world. There are are people and teams that are, are working with each other that, again, have never met, are in completely different time zones. Sometimes they don't even speak the same language. Like remote work has given us this degree of freedom that was not possible even just a few years ago. And so something I also want to say about remote work, sometimes we just need a change. We need a different choice. And I've talked about this a lot in the binary, which I would qualify as level two energy. But when you think you're in an either or, lose or not lose, (laughs) you're you're in the binary. And the reality is, is there are endless choices available to you. And that is logical. That is proven. That is fact. If you can't see more, more than three choices, like a multiple choice offer, take a beat, take a pause. Fear and force is infiltrating your space. And we're so used to being positioned in this place of adversity, one or the other, winner or loser. And the reality is, there, there's always a multiple choice option. If you can't see that, try on an energy stacking activity, get out of your rut and something like remote work could give you a real opportunity to test does just a little bit more freedom in the way that I'm working change the way I feel about my work? Test it. Some people hate remote work. Some people really want the hybrid opportunity. As soon as they got that much freedom, they realized they're a little untethered. They're that person that, that quit working for me because they didn't want to be fully remote. They wanted an office. They wanted that, that sense of, I can touch you and talk to you whenever I want. That is not my idea of a good time. Uh, the creative industries. So I actually, I think I just, well, I just recorded an episode. We'll see when it comes out. But creativity is the ultimate expression of freedom. I think this is why I my work is, is so intertwined with creativity, why I believe we are all artists, and why I think investing in your creativity is also an incredibly powerful strategy to grow your freedom. Creativity is this ability to continually see multiple options, to explore ways of thinking and doing that quite literally turn itself on its head. One of my favorite creatives, Brian Eno, and he he made a physical deck. We used to use it in recording studios. He was a world-renowned music producer amongst many, many other endeavors. And he, um, Oblique Strategies was the name of this project. And he had made this deck himself to offer some creative conundrums, right? Like if you can just think about this backwards, If you turned this upside down, if you started at the end and went back to the beginning, what's the opposite question to ask here? And it's just these, these one, these one line prompts, each one on a card, and it helps you get into that creative space. I call that level six energy. And when we can get into this creative space, we can trust that we don't need to know how this is going to work. All we need to know is it's going to work. A question I ask so many of my people is if I guaranteed you success, what might you do in this moment? You don't have to believe anything I'm saying, 
But if you pretend, if you use your imagination and you make that logical leap, where would you land? Let's pretend you have the resources. What would you do? Let's pretend that you don't need the thing that you need. What would you do? Creativity is, I mean, like I immediately went to Viktor Frankl and uh, Man's Search for Meaning. That's not the name of the book, but that's the, the, the takeaway from the book, right? It doesn't matter the circumstance that you might find yourself in. And I've not been in any similar circumstance, but my entire family has. And the ability to imagine is hope. And when you can bring that into your experience, regardless of where you're at, you can discover purpose and peace and at the very least, choice. There is always a choice available. And you don't have to believe me. I, I would find it harder to argue with somebody like Viktor Frankl bringing that truth to reality. But creativity, shifting your physical work experience, taking yourself and your endeavors seriously, saying yes to different opportunities and different ways of, of adding to your skill set and therefore your resources – all of that is essentially going to orient yourself to a reality that has a lot more freedom in this. So I'm going to assume you want more freedom. That's why you're still listening, right? Maybe you're fantasizing about a potential reality. Maybe you are lamenting the current reality that you're in. And maybe you just want to dance naked in the pale moonlight. I, I'm not sure how you define freedom. I would encourage you to get pretty clear on that and to think of some ex specific experiences when you believe you have felt freedom. And then from there, recognize freedom is a belief. It is a memory. It is potentially an emotional state or a physical state for you. It is a concept. And when you can hold that in your hand, regardless of where you're at, you can choose to experience the current role reality that you're in while also knowing that that freedom is not just available to you, it is here. And I'm a big believer in when, when you set an intention, when you choose an experience and then act, you will get wildly different results. This is how we create success with far less effort or stress than we've ever experienced. If freedom is the goal, start with feeling that sense of freedom and then take the action. Even if that action feels like the same damn thing you've done every single day, that attitude shift is wildly different, right? So you can claim your freedom. You can, you can stake that flag in the ground and say, this is mine. This is my choice. This is me being free. You can turn me off right now. Try it. <laughs> you can turn me up so loud you offend everybody else around you. Maybe it even hurts your ears. Book that appointment for that thing you don't think you deserve. Pattern interrupt. Call that person and tell them exactly what you think. I mean, hopefully it's gushing adoration, but you do you, boo. <laughs> do something right now to, to express freedom in this moment. Cultivate that belief in you by backing you. The thing that's been over here that hasn't gone away, that matters. It doesn't matter if it's the most important thing or your numero priority right now. Take it seriously. Indulge in it for the next five minutes. 
I don't know what that might look like for you. Maybe it's painting a picture. Maybe it's jotting some notes down on a cocktail napkin. Maybe it's putting something, ripping everything out of your journal and writing that word on the front of your journal and saying this, I'm drawing a line in the sand right now for the next five minutes. And this is my reality. You get to the march, you get to march to the rhythm of your own beat. And, and if four to the floor is driving you crazy, try like a 12-8 doo-wop. Be weird. Get weird. Let people think you lost your mind for a minute. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You can change your mind. You can go back to the, the doldrums of your reality and march to that 4-4 four, four beat anytime you need to. It will always be there, my friend. Try something different. Explore your freedom. Say yes to the unknown. Create certainty and uncertainty by getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Your thoughts are not capital T truth. Recognize that your brain is always going to want you to keep doing the same thing. That is the trap. <laughs> that, that loop. That's why I say pattern interrupt. Interrupt your own thoughts. That's why every single productivity, success, leadership book will, will have a chapter on Try something different, experiment, hypothesize. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Even if you fuck it all up and make a mistake, firstly, it's going to make for a much better story. But secondly, you're going to learn so much more from that, from that endeavor. That's why adventure is one of my top values. An adventure does not go according to plan. If you've ever watched an Indiana Jones movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Are you going to go see the new one? I would really love to, to get your thoughts on that. Adventure is one of my top values because it demands uncertainty. It demands discomfort. And when I am walking in the rain because I got lost and my dog is shitty at me, I'm like, this is, this is all by design. And I can appreciate this moment for what it is, part of the adventure. And it's going to make for such a better story than, hey, I went for a walk, <laughs> right? You'll know if you're on the right path because it'll feel good. And if you're on the wrong path and it feels bad, you just change directions. That's it. That's freedom. Change your damn mind. Contradict yourself. I did a post a while back that said plans were meant to be broken. And I think when I talk about new world business, it means that every strategy is dynamic. Every hypothesis is continually being tested and a result is just simply an opportunity to jot down some more data and test and improve again. That's, that's freedom, my friend. I would love to know your thoughts. Are you cultivating more freedom in your experience? Is, are you ready to choose freedom? If there's someone in your experience that you think would like to learn more about freedom or just be reminded <laughs> you get to be free, you are free, Choose your freedom, invest in your freedom, grow your freedom. Here's, here's some ideas. Please share this with them. Sharing is caring. Uh, you know where to find me in the Discord container. The link is below. It is free. There's some really beautiful, lovely people in there. We're all sharing ideas on business and growth and creativity, all of my favorite things, investing, expansion. And there's also some amazing people in there in terms of skill sets and expertise. And who knows? Who knows the connections that could be made? If you're not familiar with Discord, this is probably an invitation for you to get familiar with it. So with that, I think I'm done. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. And uh, I will talk with you very soon. Be well. Be well. 